Hello and welcome back to XP Waste, where 92 is still only halfway to 99. I'm Michael. And I'm Oxy. How you doing, Oxy? <laughs> I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. It's been a, been a busy day. I, uh, I can talk about the IRL stuff, but we all know that's just XP Waste. So I got the Chaos Elemental pet today. Congratulations. Yeah, it's not. It's going to collect dust in my POH, but like, I'm glad I finally got it. It is sad that getting a pet is like a meh when it comes to certain pets. Mm-hmm. And the Chaos Ellie is just one of those. I mean, I'm stoked to have another pet, don't get me wrong, but like, it felt more like a sense of relief than it did a sense of like, <gasps> oh my God. Because uh, we needed it for a bingo tile, and I've lost like six mil in Revenant Ether trying to kill this thing. So I was going to ask if it was, does it, it counted as a tile though, right? It it That's does. Good. It does. But yeah, unlike another favorite wilderness boss of mine, I make no money at KSL until, so it's fine. It's fine. It's done. It's fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. It's been a pretty chill day for me. I did about three or four hours of the Temporos boss, nice. which was a lot of fun. I'm nearly ranked. So I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting close. I'm like at 42 KC or 40 KC or something. Uh, started at 15 today so it's it's slow going but it is a lot of fun to me temporos good temporos good good job jagex temporos good like i know we said we were going to talk about it and we can get into that more if you'd like but i was pleasantly surprised with the mechanics i think that we were calling it fishing todd before mm-hmm. as a meme but like to me if you were to if you were to take somebody who knows nothing about RuneScape and tell them this is Temporos, this is Wintertime, there there wouldn't be much correlation. I know that the braziers and the cannons are really where the similarities end to me. Yes, you do collect and you do shoot, but <laughs> that to me is where the similarities end. So it's it's a little daunting because in both mini games you are getting something from a gathering skill plot. You are modifying what you get from that gathering skill plot. You are taking your modified item and sticking it into a receptacle that then fires a projectile at the boss. Only difference is Temporos's phases involve you physically attacking it with your harpoon. Yeah. All the comparisons aside, Temporos good. My only Temporos gripe good. that I have is that I don't love how inversely tied XP and rewards are. Like yeah. you either get 90k an hour or you get 4,000 points. You can't have both. Which I get it for balancing. That's totally fine. Like, you get far less points if you get far more XP. Otherwise, no complaints. Temporos is a lot of fun. I think the strat for me is going to be go for points until I get collection log items that I'm going after, obviously. And then from there, once I have the stuff that I want, then go for XP. Because 90k is really good. Good. Good strat. All right, real quick to wrap up the Temporos portion. Any collection log items yet? I've got the tackle box. That's it. <laughs> I got the fish barrel. Darkside and I actually got the fish barrel at the exact same time on the exact same like loot dip. We both That's were awesome. like we both were like fish barrel and he thought I was talking about him and I thought he was talking about me, but like neither of us were streaming it, so it didn't make sense. We're like, oh shit, we both got it at the same time. Awesome. I feel like the fish barrel is gonna be nice when it comes to if you ever do need to fish karambwans or anglers mm-hmm. or, you know, have something that's not close to a bank and it let it just let it be more AFK. I'm excited <laughs> to get it. Get me my sharks in that barrel. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so before we get into the main title content, I just wanted to throw a thank you out there to everybody who is listening and watching. 
Um, I feel like right now our 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 listener base. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's the right word. term, listener base. Our listener base. Our, our loyal base. fans. Our, 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 <laughs> our diehard XP waste stands. Let's go. <laughs> the XP wasters. I feel like our XP wasters oh, are that's... split between listening and watching more so. So, uh, again, we, we mentioned this last week, but um, I'll have links to the podcast from Spotify and, and Apple Music in the in the video version and vice versa. So if you're ever interested in one or the other, we'll have those links available. Um, and again, just wanted to throw a thank you out there to everyone. Your feedback is always welcome. And um, you can message us on Discord. You can message us in-game. However you want to find us, we'll, uh, we'll take that feedback. You can't message me in-game. I have my, my, friend, my friend's chat set to private. But Do I have mine can... set to private? I had mine set to private too. <laughs> I, I had mine set to public, and then uh, I was streaming Vorkath one day, and I like flipped over to my like chatting screen or whatever, and I looked over at my client, and someone had messaged me the N word like fifty times, just a random person I've never seen before, just totally spamming with like, oh, this just like yeah. horrendous. I was like, the fuck did that come from? <laughs> so oh, no. I turn my friend's chat off and then set yeah. it to private so now i have to add you and you have to add me so you can't message me in game but if you see me you can be like oh my god it's oxy from xp waste uh we have an email if you want to I, I i'm realizing now because i have my friend's chat set to player or friends only so um we have an email if you want to email us any feedback i'll put that in the description how's that yeah good call good call so oxy what are we talking about today man we are talking about an area of the map that I find to be both simultaneously a lot of fun and horribly, horribly annoying. We're talking about the wilderness. Ooh. That word just gives me the chilly willies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The spooky wilderness is what we're talking about today. And nope, um, nope. I, I, were, I affectionately re refer to it as the wildy. Mm -hmm. Do you ever call it the wildy? Yeah. I call okay. it Wildy all the time. Particularly, yeah. I reference Wildy bosses. So that'll be interchanged with Wilderness and Wildy. And for all you non-RuneScape players out there, it is the only area of the map that allows player versus player uh, combat. Unless you're in a PvP world where the entire map is PvP, minus the safe zones. But for all other general worlds and servers in the game... The wilderness is the only place where you can be attacked by another player. So that's why it's spooky, and that's why it's scary and very annoying. Mostly annoying. But but uh, what's actually spooky about getting killed by another player? It's not getting killed by another player. It's losing your stuff. Losing your stuff. That's, that's that, yeah. the big part of the wilderness that most people are like, I don't want to. Because if a player kills you, they get what you have on you, save for a few items. But yeah, that's also why it becomes annoying. But we can get into it. Yeah. So the wilderness was released August thirteenth, two thousand one. So we're actually coming up on the twenty year anniversary of the wilderness being in RuneScape. Happy birthday, um, wilderness! Happy birthday! I wonder if uh, I wonder if Jagex is going to do anything special. I doubt it. Because... Actually, I think their wilderness update is slated for the summertime. So when they update the wilderness, which We'll probably talk about here in a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm, we'll mm -hmm. be really close to like the twenty year to the day when the wilderness That's was cool. released. So, uh, I mean, 
I, as a child, I never really ventured in there. I think I got lured once, literally once. <laughs> and I, dude, I remember the day it happened. I lost, I lost my rune. Uh, I lost my rune plate body and I lost dragon legs. And I think dragon boots. Pour one out, man. The worst day of my RuneScape life. That's probably like five or six hundred K worth of gear back then, though. Yes. So like, and I just felt defeated. I was probably like fifteen. Mm-hmm. I know that's not that young, but like, I didn't really start playing video games. I didn't really start playing RuneScape seriously until my twenties. So I feel like that that's is that's a child mm-hmm. in my eyes. I know that some people who listen may have started playing when they were like ten, and you know, I mean. Yeah, That's when they got really lured tough. like an idiot when they were 10. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yep. 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 Yeah. I don't have any distinct memories as a child. I keep looking over here because I have a map of the old school wilderness open right oh, now. Nice. I have one um, over there too. There's a. The only time I ever remember specifically going in there, there are two fishing spots on the far eastern side of the wilderness. Right now, it's right in between where Callisto and Venonatus are. But back then, it was just eastern side of the wilderness and it was i think one of like two places in free to play to fish for lobsters and um swordfish really yeah which for some reason as a, i i don't i still to this day for some reason i am turned off by the idea of fishing at the karamja dock which is like heresy to some people i have a friend who's like her first two 99s were fishing and rune crafting she loved rune crafting and she loved fishing at the Karamja dock. She's uh one of my she's she plays RS3. She's a good friend of mine, but like those were her first two 99s. Yeah. That's like how she spent her 15 year anniversary oh. was like fishing at the Karamja docks. I've just never enjoyed it. So when I found out about this other place, I'm like it's not that far into the wilderness. I it's like level 35. So it's quite the run. And like we talked about last week, I was pretty dumb and like didn't have anything so I would go out into the wilderness with like just my lobster pot, just my harpoon, and I would be like, I'd type out a whole message as a kid. I remember being like, oh my goodness, please do not kill me. I am just here to fish my lobsters. Please have mercy. <laughs> and anytime a player ran by, and this is back in the day Instantly, where you're playing on like, spam it. <laughs> you're playing on like the internet client, right? So this took me a good five yep. or so minutes to type out doing one letter at a time. Yep, um, yep. <laughs> We didn't have the extended GPU. We didn't have player indicators, you know. So it's not like now where if I see a name, I just instantly hit my seed pod. Like, if I saw someone run by, didn't matter what they were doing, I would hit enter. And I'd be like, yeah. oh my god, please don't kill me. Like, people true like, run in glories and things like that. Was the founder rune even out back then? I don't think I so. I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, you had to charge him somehow. Maybe it was only in the Legends Guild. Perks of not having a really fond memory of doing important things back in 2007-2008. So along with um, along with it being spooky and like just overall being a dangerous place to go, there are some pretty pretty stellar training methods. Um, the ones that I could think of right off the top of my head would be agility, which is pretty good mid-level, I would say. Prayer which is great all the time. There's some endgame hunter with the black gins. I mean, I would count Slayer. I would count Slayer as a as a something you can train because you have Crystalia. I would I would also throw an argument out for rune crafting. 
because of the abyss. Oh yeah. But <sighs> barely, but yeah. <laughs> when to me, if you're still in the grassy section of the wilderness, it's not really the wilderness. It's not really. Which you is can a, still die. Yeah, like it's a stupid logic, but you know, unless you're in Edgeville PKing, you know, how many people are like world hopping to kill the people in full graceful to go to the the abyss? I don't know, but you can. It's very difficult because like you have to teleblock them, freeze them, and then just hope that you spec them down. Yeah. Um, with the claws or, or like a god sword or something. But what do you really get? Unless somebody has an eternal glory. Because normally you're scald whenever yeah. you're doing runecrafting. You you don't be an asshole. Don't PK don't PK the essence runners. That's no, don't be an asshole. Oh, because you Moving could probably on. lose graceful. Ugh, exactly. Yeah, don't suck. be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, did you ever do any of those training methods? Like, I know that for me, I spent a lot of time at the agility course. Because I, re- I didn't really... As a kid or like as an adult? No, like in OSRS. Oh, yeah, no. I, I spent a ton of time in the wilderness. I don't particularly love Abyss rune crafting. I prefer Orania. But that's just because I think Orania is a little bit more chill. The wilderness agility course isn't too bad. The only reason why I didn't grind it is because I needed... Marks of Grace. Marks of Grace, yeah. But prayer training? Go bonk. I love prayer training. I've been collecting a lot of high-level bones from various player versus monster activity. And the other day, I think before our like TNL bingo started, uh, the other day, it was like a month ago, I went out and um, I trained prayer at the Chaos Altar, and I just would go in increments of like two inventories. So I'd bring like 50-something bones and a couple couple thousand coins uh full black dehyde and i would train at the altar uh for a little bit get a new inventory do whatever i think i got pk'd once and lost like six bones but that's it um so i really like prayer training out there um i don't think i have the hunter level for black chins but i would train out there if i could just like catch a hundred black chins and go back because it's really close to level 30 wilderness Although black salamanders also you don't you don't make any money compared to black chins, but like but it's really good. Black salamanders are nice. I enjoy wilderness based activities a lot. I, I really do. I think that's where some of our similarities end. Because if I never had to go into the wilderness, I I I just wouldn't. Yeah. The, if I if I the, never had to go, I probably still would. <laughs> yeah. Like I already have ninety nine prayer. I I've never once I've never once offered a bone to that altar. I think I did on my Iron Man and died. And I was like, that's not worth it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go kill dragons. No, I would never. I don't think I would ever want to go in the wilderness if I didn't have to. Uh, clues. Clues are kind of like important. And I'll go there for clues. But the most time that I've spent in the wilderness in the last, I'd say, couple years was this last bingo that we did. Mm-hmm. And we went and killed Venonatus. And that, that was about it. I tried so hard to do that safe spot so I could solo Venonatus. But so it's so hard, dude. It's it's hard if you don't know how to do it. So for reference, the Venonatus safe spot is kind of like bug abuse. Not really. It's like the game mechanics of the wilderness bosses are messed up. And this is where I kind of I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole of wilderness bossing unless you stop me and say we'll talk about that later. Um, go for it. Okay. The main three bosses in the wilderness 
Venonatus, Vedion, and Callisto are f***ing terrible to fight. What's your question? Oxy. I just want to say, before you get into the whole tangent on the bosses, um, I love the Callisto pet, and it's in my top five. That mm -hmm. would be the only reason I would stick in the wilderness, but killing Callisto sucks because of PKers. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, killing Callisto, the, all three of them are... It's hard for me to say that they're not well-designed because they they could be better, mm -hmm. you know? Um, the most experience I have is Venonatus. I've got like 220, 230 KC, so nothing crazy. I'm not like in the thousands. I, I do adore fighting her, and I like the fact that she can clap your ass cheeks because she can hit a 50. Like, she, her max hits a 50 with all styles. And she has, like, a six or seven tile melee range. Like, Dark Beasts. Like, you can be really far away from her and she can still melee you. They're designed well? No, they're not. They could be designed so much better. And it's not it's not what you think. It's not like, oh my god, they're so heavily PK'd, that's why they're terrible. No, it's because the only way to kill them, they are so tanky. If you don't have a wilderness weapon and you're not safe spotting, you're gonna die and have a bad time. Like, you know, I can't imagine an Iron Man trying to kill Callisto without a crossbow. Because nope. it's, it's got the defense of, like, P3 Verzik. It's ridiculous. That's, that's probably an over-exaggeration or an under-exaggeration. I don't know the exact numbers. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. I think the bosses are, they're very tanky. And if their encounters were designed a little bit better, and the actual coding of the bosses was a little bit better take that with a grain of salt because i don't know how to code a video game then they might be a more enjoyable experience you know yeah a giant spider that you can only fight in multi-combat in deep wilderness that that literally shits out gp mind you and has a gorgeous pet that's pretty good incentive for a pvmer it's also pretty good yeah. incentive for a pker to go kill that pvmer so it does add life to the wilderness but Right now, Venonatus is at a point where she's not fun to kill. If you are right. face tanking, you have one kill trips at most. Because when I go, I take five brews and I think five combo eats. And I use all five combo eats in a brew when I if, if the safe spot gets broken. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. Because the, it's not a safe spot in the traditional sense of like, I'm standing behind a rock and you can't hit me. It is, the bosses are bugged, where if you attack them in a certain way and drag them into certain locations on the map, they can't move. Right. And they don't attack you. Like, the Callisto safe spot, you're just dragging Callisto so far south that it just doesn't move. Or you're dragging it so far north. Venonatus, it's actually based on how fast you're attacking her, where as soon as she spawns and looks at you, you have to be tick-perfect. And then attack her with a three tick range weapon. You can't do anything else. You can't eat. You can't switch prayers. You can't close your looting bag. The only thing you can do is drink a potion because potions do not delay attack animations. I've never killed Vedion because I have no interest. And from what I've seen from <laughs> killing Vedion, it just looks miserable. So I. The wilderness bosses could be so much better. Like I think the demi bosses are fine. I think the chaos elemental is fine. Yeah. When you're implementing bosses that have a really high risk reward, like the big three wilderness bosses do, and you make it really fun for PKers, but not as fun and not as incentivizing for PVMers to go do, 
I feel like you lose something there. And this isn't mm-hmm. a matter of like, oh, peak cares don't deserve good t- content. No, they do. Like, as much as it's weird to say, peak cares deserve to try and kill me. And I, they deserve to get something from it, is my point. Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> it seems weird in, in a, for a content to be based on, well, this is incentive. This is, this is nice for one person to do. But then the content that you have is to make this other person's life miserable by killing them while they're having fun doing this versus Callisto and all these other bosses could be outside of the wilderness and be just as fun, but they chose to put them there so that people would go do this content and then other people would have the chance to kill them while doing that. And then that's content. That's the whole point of the wilderness. The minute you jump over that ditch, you got to know what you're getting yourself into. Right. If you teleport into the wilderness and you're like, oh yeah, I'll just go kill the bear. It won't be that big of a deal. And you get killed because someone else logs in underneath you because PKers also know where the safe spots are. That sucks. That that's yeah. that's bad luck for you. But it, I don't feel sorry because you don't the risk reward is what makes the wilderness the wilderness. Right. And I think if you move them outside of the wilderness you lose something from that. Like, the bosses are challenging to kill. Mm-hmm. And, again, challenging both in the sense of they hit very hard and their mechanics are kind of screwed up. So, if you fix just the mechanics, they might be more fun. Anyways, <laughs> I think, I don't know, I like that they're there. I like that the wilderness has a lot of diverse content, and I like the fact that you can be murdered. That's the most masochistic thing I've said all week. But yeah, you know, if I was going to be, if I was going to design content, I would make it to where (laughs) there was obviously there's training methods, but you go into the wilderness with the idea that it's going to be like a fair fight. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to the agility course, you probably should bring some anti-PK gear to fight back. Otherwise you just die. You know what I mean? But like. If I was going to design the perfect wilderness, it would be there's things that you do, there's activities, there's there potentially bosses that you kill. But the idea is that, like, you're not just preying on some poor guy who is only there to do that. It's like, this is a combat zone, so then people fight back, you have little battles. I don't know, it sounds cheesy, I guess, to say, but I don't know. It just seems like it would be a more fun place to be if people, if more people enjoyed PVP and would, it would go into say they go to Venonatus with the idea that they're going to be attacked at some point. And so they switch to their PK gear and now there's a battle going on, but that seems very one-sided because obviously the PK doesn't have 1.2 million GP worth of Snapdragons. <laughs> it's not very, uh, it's not very balanced in that sense, but I don't know. That would be my, my two cents on how I would change the wilderness. I get that. I would argue for at least Callisto and Venonatus, but it's possible because the crossbow hits pretty hard. Difference is when I'm, when I'm being hunted by someone, my first response is never to fight back. It's just to get out and go. Mm-hmm. But I think if you were like, if I were a good enough PKer, I could probably bring whatever. I'm a terrible PKer, so I don't bring switches, but I could probably take, I'm like thinking about my Venonatus inventory of like what four way switch I could take. And from a PVM standpoint, 
always take more food as opposed yeah. to a gear switch. Right. But, but again, if I'm going to anti-PK, I would reprioritize. I don't know. Again, maybe I'm just biased because I like the fact that, you know, it's it's adrenaline rushing. Like, seeing an orange drop on the ground or seeing a pink drop on the ground in the middle of the wilderness, you're like, <laughs> like, close my looting bag, pick it up, get the f*** out of there. Like, good. And then you're when you get back to the Grand Tree, you're like, oh my god good or even when like escaping pkers i think that's a lot of fun so just to say that like some activities shouldn't be allowed to be pk in the wilderness i don't agree with it but because okay how do you how do you feel about this how do you feel that a best in slot item is locked around deep wildy content not good not good i don't think it should be unless it's tradable but then it's going to make it very expensive. Well, okay, if we're talking tradable, how many best in slot items do we have? At least one. No, at least two. Well, technically four if you count all of the rings. But I was just thinking Ring of the Gods. I mean, yeah, if we want to talk best in slot that are tradable, you've got the wards, even though they're not best in slot for much of anything anymore. Yeah, You've got the Dragon Pickaxe, which is best in slot for some accounts, like I imagine... It's probably best in slot for Iron Men, if you can get it, because I don't know if Iron Men invest in crystal pickaxes uh, or infernal pickaxes. I'm I'm not sure. I don't play an Iron Man account, but I feel like unless you have a lot of money, like Dragon Pickaxe is good enough. You've got Ring of the Gods, Treasonous Ring, Tyrannical Ring, which are best in slot for Crush, Stab, and Prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it Slash? I think it's Crush, Stab, and Prayer, because Warrior Slash. Um, and then, like I said, the Major Arena 2 cape. Like, those are all real good items. Yeah. Okay. Having said all of that, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like the Major Arena 2 cape, I guess. Like you only have to get it once. You can, because yeah, once get you beat. get the hearts, and then, well, yeah, but like it's not that hard to get them. Mm-hmm. I think I did it like the week of release. It wasn't that hard. So, um, when I was doing Major Arena 2, for some reason, I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kill all the bosses in one go. And I'm going to take anti-PK gear. So anyone who thinks they can come get me, I bet. I got you. I brought 3,000 blood runes into the wilderness, and I got PK'd at the Edgefield lever. Oxy, no! <laughs> Why? I was, I was like, alright, that sucks. I go back out there, and I realized I lost like 4 mil worth of blood <laughs> You are a PKer's dream <laughs> at that point, dude. Like, they sent that to their friends. They're like, I, I just killed some noob. He brought all of his death runes. I did, I didn't all of his blood runes. Dude, I brought so much money worth of blood runes, and I didn't even, because, like, you need blood runes for the god spells or whatever. Didn't even cross my mind that, like, oh, if I get killed, I lose all of this. I don't know why I brought so many. That I 100%. D- I 100% calculated Okay, it's going to take this many runes per cast. I have this many casts. Not, yeah, I'm going to bring my whole stack. Uh, yeah, that was that was one of the not smart things that I've done in the wilderness. Uh, yeah, there's lots of not smart things that I've done. But it's still a lot of fun. What do you think about uh, Slayer-based rewards? Particularly Laren's Keys. I think those are fun. Yeah? I think those are fine. Because you have an alternative where you can get Brimstone Keys... You know, it's not one thing that's like 
these are these are only in the wilderness, but it gives people who are doing wilderness slayer some sort of some sort of reward. Uh, I I almost think that any slayer boss should be able to drop some sort of key that unlocks the chest, not just not just Konar and Kirstilia. If they had a slayer rework, then each boss could have like a different tier of key. Mm-hmm. But that's like another episode. You know what I mean? Like we don't have yeah. to talk about it right now. But like Laurent's keys are pretty cool. I am sort of peeved that like the only way to get get a dragon pickaxe is through the wilderness. It seems wildly off balance when it comes to other dragon weapons and in 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 armor and tools and stuff. I'll I'll agree that it's of the dragon items that drop from enemies. It's a little odd that you've locked the dragon pickaxe behind super deep wildy content. Yeah. Difficult and broken wildy boss content or a one in one thousand drop rate from the KB. I don't mind that it's in the wilderness. I just think that it is comparatively a bit of a strange choice. Mm-hmm. But again, that it's now that it's there, I I like seeing dragon pickaxes on the ground. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's what's keeping them expensive. Oh, for sure. If we look at the the dragon axe as a comparison, it's like one is a hundred K, maybe less. I think actually I think dragon, the dragon, dragon axe, axe is like thirty five K. Yeah, yeah. It's like not one expensive is, at all. One is thirty five K, one is six mil, and it, it could fluctuate a lot if they were to take the dragon pickaxe out and and say put it in a mining boss that they release someday, which I hope they do. Because they did that with the dragon harpoon, and they did that with the dragon axe, you know, so that scaling accounts, if they don't want to do that, that method, mm-hmm. they still have the option to get it. If, like, for some reason you're an Iron Man skiller, don't mm-hmm. know why you would be, but there there are account types like that out there, and I think it's, I don't know, it just seems unfair that the best, the best pickaxe you could get without risking your bank, potentially, or risking very expensive items is a rune pick. Mm-hmm. I, I do agree with that, but I think because like the dragon axe from Winter Todd is like one in ten k, right? And then Very we don't rare. know the like Temporos has been out for what like a week when this episode comes out. Temporos mm-hmm. has been out for like a week. Yeah. I don't think we know the drop rates yet of the dragon harpoon. I mean, you can also get it from worms, but like, yeah i I understand that argument that they should add the dragon pickaxe to a mining based activity. Mm-hmm. Not like Motherload Mine. Don't make it viable, but like Mining Boss twenty twenty two. I don't. <laughs> I don't like, know. But a way for skillers was... to get it. A way for skillers to get it that doesn't involve wilderness or PVM rather. Not yeah. Not just wilderness, but PVM. I was gonna say this volcano would be a good place to put it, but again, even that locked behind massive content to get to Priftness. Also so... heavily gold farmed. Yeah heavily gold farmed we'll talk about that on another episode mm-hmm. i think the price of a dragon pickaxe would really really far plummet if they it would plummet i think if they took them out of the wilderness for any reason it would plummet um probably but i don't know i just i like my wilderness a lot other than a desperate need to change some of the wilderness boss mechanics i i really like i really like the wilderness that said though for a boss like Venonatus that I can do with no damage and if I'm undisturbed can get like 20 kill trip I'm I'm 
I'm afraid of the rework because I'm not <laughs> sure if it's going to make the boss more difficult in the sense of like, you know, it would probably need to be a group boss if they rework it. It, it could be, it, but then I'm I'm thinking of like, well, you could do it not instanced per se, because that's taking away the whole like PKing aspect of it. But like, I want to the phrase that coming that's coming to mind is like Vorkath style, but not mm-hmm. instanced. But like the difficulty of like the max you can get at Vorkath, you're real good is like six kills. Mm-hmm. You know, I could stay at Venonatus forever if I don't get jumped by a PK or and have enough restores. And then I'm also thinking of Scorpia that has a boss room, and I don't. I think I would hate that if they put yeah. all the bosses in their own boss rooms because that's just that's one just way choke in, points. One way out. That's, that's choke points for PKers to get you. So I don't yeah. know if I like that option more or not. But like, I don't have a fix for the wilderness bosses. But I I think that they need some love and attention. That I that I think is actually coming this summer. I think they're the plan is like combat achievements by like May or June. And then Wilderness Rework in, like, July, August, I think, is what okay. they talked about on one of the modcasts. Wilderness, good. <laughs> we could probably talk for another hour, two hours, three hours. Like, we could have probably devote a whole other episode to content in the Wilderness and, like, our plans and Just like when the Wilderness wanting. was removed. Dun, dun, oh. dun. I do, actually, we probably could tie that into our RWT slash whatever we're going to talk about with botting and stuff episode. Uh-huh. So more to come on the wilderness is all I'm trying to say. Cause uh, we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back with a fun segment. But um, yeah, any, any last thoughts you just want to go watch a guide for the Venonata safe spot and go learn wilderness bossing and fall in love with PVM. Or if that's too scary, I have a really janky guide on how to kill crazy archaeologists for like a hundred K setup. Go do Search your wilderness bossing. <laughs> Search Oxy M17 on YouTube. <laughs> we'll have your link in oh, the description thank, below. Oh thank God. Yeah guys, we're gonna take a break and we'll be back after this. tired of your boring old routine of constantly gathering and banking all day just to do it all again the next? Are you ready to test the strength of both your body and your mind? If so, then an opportunity of a lifetime awaits you. My name is Certification, and I represent the White Knights of Falador. We need the best and brightest recruits to help us protect not only Asgarnia, but all of Gilenor. For the bravest and boldest, a position as proselyte may be in order, thanks to a rather ridiculous loophole. One can simply join the proselyte order, assuming you're willing to risk life and limb in a very dangerous mission that will be primarily espionage and combat and travel to dangerous locations. But what you may sacrifice will all be worth it to say you are a member of the elite proselyte unit. When you're ready to begin your life of service, honor, and dignity, venture to Falador Park and enlist in the White Knights. And all that business about permanently cutting off your penis to join is completely idiotic. 
The White Knights of Felidor will compensate you for the magical reversal of your genitalia. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that little ad segment there. We're going to have actual ads at some point, but it just doesn't seem right to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're doing research and all that just to yeah. uh, to make sure it's the right thing to do. But uh, for now, it'll just be fun little things like that. Yeah, We've got dozens of sponsors like beating down our doors like, oh my God, please talk about us on your podcast. But we're like, no, 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 no. We... It's for the XP wasters first, okay? Please. (laughs) So, every week we have a fun (laughs) segment. Today is no different. Oxy, this was a secret, by the way. I don't know what we're going to talk about until now. I mean, it's nothing, like, super spicy. Um, Okay. I thought about it earlier. One of your classic shower thoughts. Because what else do you do than think about RuneScape in the shower? Um, (laughs) If you could have... Any item or set of items to decorate your house with from RuneScape, what would it be? I don't mean your player own house. I mean, like, your real life house. Oh. What RuneScape item would you use to decorate and why? So let me ask you this. Does it have to be from the POH to no. port into the real? Oh, it can be anything. It can be, it can be anything, yeah. I think, like, just off the top of my head... I would love to have like a mounted skill cape because those things are beautiful. If like, if, if I could, I've seen people try and like, sew their own skill cape and they just never do it justice. I have a friend who has a grandmaster quest cape and it looks real good. Okay. She, she got like a grandmaster quest cape from RS3 for Christmas and it looks real good. I might have to look on Etsy because I've only ever seen like the comic con, homemade mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it just looks janky <laughs> but i'm imagining if you were to actually have a skill cape in real life it probably would look chef's kiss mm-hmm. like real nice and so to be able to hang that up on the wall wear it around the house i don't know um <laughs> like a snuggie like a snuggie use the, the fire making cape as like a snuggie <laughs> keeps you warm when it that'd gets be cold. cold that'd be awesome but that's yeah, just no, my that initial would... thought. You can go ahead and I'll probably think of another thing because no, there's would, tons would, of items in RuneScape. That would definitely look cool because like, all right, so where I'm from in, in Michigan, we, there's a lot of like, especially if you go up north, there's a lot of like life on the lake and like what happens at the lake stays at the lake. My life is better when I'm around water. Like that kind of aesthetic with like anchors and ship wheels and things. Um, I personally hate it uh, because I think it's really touristy and kitschy. But I think if you did have like a nautical themed lake house, a trimmed fishing skill cape would make a very good like over the couch or like over the fireplace. Like yeah, um, that would be beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I think for me, 
and this one's a little strange. Um, I would like at least one, but possibly two, full sets of Justicia armor. Like, just like on like an armor Ooh. stand. And I would have them outside of my house. Like, you know, some people have like stone lions. Yeah. I would have full sets of Justicia like at my door. That's cool. As like you walk, you walk up, it'd be really spooky. They could be inquisitors for Halloween. Oh my god, it'd be. Wonderful. I was gonna say, inquisitor, <laughs> it'd be wonderful. One inquisitor, one one just this year. That mm-hmm. would look actually, Oxy. Think about this. Think about you own a castle IRL. Mm-hmm. You have a set of each type of armor as yeah. like on an armor stand going from bronze all the way to dragon mm-hmm. and then you could have your justiciar and your inquisitor that would be sick that would be that would be really cool to have like an armor hall the missus would not like that there'd be so much space taken up by like you don't even wear mithril why is it in here it's part of the set <laughs> this is my first mithril item <laughs> it's part of the actually, set actually i smith that myself <laughs> I played so many Castle Wars games to get this item. <laughs> but that would be cool. I mean, apart apart from having it be like an a decoration in your house, just mm-hmm. having like a full dragon armor set IRL would be really sick. Yeah. I don't know. Like if I could if I <laughs> sounds gonna just sounds so nerdy, but if I could dress <laughs> IRL like my RuneScape character full time, I think I would do it. I mean like, be arm like be in armor. Have your fashion scape like how if you're walking around town, like skill capes are what people wear. If you have a max cape on. So I don't know. It, it's funny you mention that because my fashion scape, other than the giant cape and the weapons that I hold, isn't really out of the question. So like my fashion scape is I have like a bare body. Like I have my players like normal, it's like the black top with like the the cutoff arms or whatever Mm -hmm. and then just like black pants um and i have like an anguish and a fedora and uh you know like a like ferocious gloves or something like that uh i have most of that stuff like i was literally wearing a black cutoff earlier but i decided to take it off because i was like that could be weird for a podcast but i mean it's not a fedora unfortunately but i do have i do have this neat ass adventure hat (laughs) That like, Listen, if you're is basically the crazy archaeologist fedora. So like, my RuneScape bag. I just need a big ass skill cape and the. Oh my god, wait! I actually have because you know what else is part of my fashion scape? A frozen whip. <laughs> <laughs> so like, my fashion scape is basically complete <laughs> right now. I just need a music cape. So if anyone wants to send me a music cape untrimmed, please. It it'll complete the look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this over here. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't hear me, so I didn't want to talk over you. <laughs> but if you are not watching the podcast right now, please get your butt over to YouTube. <laughs> and we'll put a picture of it on our Instagram. <laughs> yes, just please. <laughs> oh, we have an Instagram now. Um, please yeah, get over to plug, YouTube. Michael. <laughs> Hey, go to YouTube and watch watch what just happened. Because I'm leaving it in the audio-only version. We're leaving that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be real awkward mm-hmm. if you aren't watching. But please, yeah. And go go check out our Instagram. I don't know how Instagram works. 
so go like that or follow it or subscribe to it or mm, double tap follow. it or whatever. Yeah, double tap to get a heart. Yeah. The only reason why I know that is because I have gone on other people's Instagrams. I'm like, oh my God, look at this photo. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I double tap to zoom in like you do on iPhone, just to like, doo-doo. And like, ah, you liked it? I'm like, did I? I just wanted to zoom in. I saw a dog <laughs> in the background. I wanted to see what was there. Use Instagram better than I do. Go kill your wildy bosses. Have a happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> game update day. No game update no this game week. Update. Easter. Easter this week. Easter no was... game update. E- yeah, no, Easter's this Sunday. Yeah. Easter's coming up. Yeah, so no game update this week. Temporo's good. Beninata's good. PK ain't good. Instagram good. Uh, the only thing we ask is if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. Uh, rate us five stars, because that's going to help boost the show. If you leave a review, what we're asking is that you leave us with your favorite video game memory. Doesn't have to be from RuneScape. Doesn't have to be anything related to RuneScape. Um, but leave us with your favorite video game memory. And we will, with your permission, of course, we will read your memories on the podcast and talk about them. So I don't think we've got anybody. I don't think we have any reviews that have come through that have been approved because I think they have to go through Apple's rigmarole of approval. But uh, as soon as we get one, we'll we'll read it. And if you're thinking to yourself, why do I have to tell my favorite RuneScape memory or my favorite video game memory, but they don't, we do. So, like, go check out other episodes, and you'll find it. If you're starting on this episode, why are you being a weirdo? Go back to episode one. Just listen through all the way through. You'll hear our favorite memory last week. If you are a weirdo, we still appreciate you. But, yeah, go go do that. Go listen to our other episodes, please. <laughs> well, cool, guys. Thanks for so much for listening and watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.